I want my candy bar. Welcome to the Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 27, Purge Anarchy and Purge Election Year. Keep this podcast great. That's the stupidest tagline. It's Keep America Great. You remember hearing that from somewhere else? Yeah. Again? Trump took it from the Purge movies. Are you fucking kidding me? No, it's this whole thing on, on yeah. No. Because the movies came really? out before that. Yeah, it was the very first Purge tagline. Keep America Great. And he made it make America Great again. So it's pretty close, though. It's got America and Great in it. But he's got such a limited vocabulary. But is that, that true, though? I mean, is there any evidence that he really took it from that? No, I just think he's got such a limited vocabulary. That's why it <laughs> ended up that way. You have no proof. You can't just say that's where he got it from. No, I'm not the only one saying that. Lots of people online are saying that, That doesn't too. matter if it's really true or not is what matters. You can't it's just true. present th- something as true without any evidence for it. Just because people online said it. I have evidence. What what is your evidence? The purge came out in two thousand and five. Who the fuck cares? And it came out with that tagline. <laughs> no, I don't think he really got it from that. I just think, like I said, I think he's got a limited vocabulary. Well, so. yeah, of course he does. He's an idiot. Oops. Maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Not sorry. Not sorry. Um. Yeah. So this year, this year, uh, this year, this um. This podcast, we did the Purge Anarchy and the Purge Election Year, because they kind of, you know, Frank Grillo's character is in both, and it kind of goes one into another. It's not like the first one, or the first one has nothing really to do with the other two. Yeah, these two seem much more related, so that's why we decided to do it that way. Right, and, um, like, none of the people from the first, the only one that's in the first one, which he's through all, all, out all three, is the Bloody Stranger. Right, whose name happens to actually be what? In the oh, films? it's <laughs> it's Dante. Dante. Mm-hmm. Dante Bishop. That's his name. I can't yes. remember. I was like, I I know I remember his last Played name. Played by Edwin Hodge. Yes, Edwin Hodge. He's awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. He does a good job. I'm sad he dies in the end of this one, though. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, spoiler alert. He dies at the end of the third one. <laughs> I was I was actually uh, thinking like you know although technically we call oh oh I guess I'll say um, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time welcome to they mostly podcast at night we uh, call ourselves a horror movie review podcast but review kind of implies that you this is like something for people who haven't seen the movie yet and that's not what we do. We, we kind of blend different uh, critic styles, so it's not really reviewing, and it's not like an essay or something, but it is an analysis, and and mostly uh, we banter. We mostly banter we at mostly night. We mostly banter at night. Although, it's not night, it's daytime today. We are actually... Uh, in a hotel room in Columbus. It is 6 p.m., and it is not nighttime yet. I am up early as a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to be because we're getting ready for the Columbus Podcast Festival, which we're headed to tonight, which starts at 7 for some weird reason. Reason. So um, we're headed to that. Hopefully, hey, shout out to all those we meet there tonight. Hopefully you're listening right now. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's why we're out podcasting this in a hotel room right now. We don't usually podcast in a hotel room. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody would assume that we did. Well, we could be fancy like that. We specifically rent hotel rooms just to just podcast, podcast. in. That would be awesome. When we make it big, let's do that. <laughs> let's not like actually purchase a nice booth or anything. Let's just rent a hotel room. There is a podcast that I started listening to um, that uh, is hosted by these two public speakers, and so they just like travel around, um, and they just podcast like wherever like sometimes in old closed warehouses sometimes in late at night at a white castle like it's always at night yeah and they just they just go wherever somebody will let them podcast basically can we go podcast the popeyes down the street we should have podcasted in helen's at helen's asian kitchen helen's asian kitchen there was no one else there hey helen what up (laughs) that was where we had dinner it was good Uh, anyway, we should probably get to the movies at some yeah, point. Yeah, we're already like fifteen minutes in. Six, but yeah, um, it felt like fifteen. Oh, it always feels longer when I'm with you. I don't know why. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Carnage, and I am your other host, Chaos. 
Neither of us are serial killers. Neither of us. None of us. Are serial killers. Although I would purge. I shouldn't say things like that. <laughs> See, I pretended to think about it at least. And be like, oh, I don't know. I'm a good person with a moral compass. I wouldn't purge. You have a moral compass. And you're just compass. like, I would purge. <laughs> it's called lying so that people will like you. You should try it sometime. I don't want people to like you. <laughs> you don't want people to like you. Okay, so we did the Purge Anarchy and the Purge Electioneer, as Chaos said. Uh, the Purge Anarchy was 103 minutes long. It was R, of course. And it rated a 6.5 on the IMBD scale. And Purge Electioneer was 108 minutes. It was R. And it got a 6 on the IMDB scale. What did it get on the tomato meter? Tomato meter for the Purge Anarchy, uh, green splotch at 56%, critics consensus, gritty, grisly, and uncommonly ambitious. The Purge Anarchy represents a slight improvement over its predecessor, but it's still never as smart or resonant as it tries to be. Audience score exactly the same at 56%. Wow. Okay, that's kind of harsh, but okay. What's the other one say? Uh, for the Purge election year? Yes. Well... Let me get to that page. There we go. Purge election year. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes for Purge election year. Green splotch, 53%. Sorry, my browser just did something funny. Critic consensus. It isn't particularly subtle, but the Purge election year's <laughs> blend of potent jolts and timely themes still add up to a nastily effective diversion. Audience score less than that, 48%. Nice. Not really nice. Not if you like this movie. You yeah. probably don't like that, but... Yeah, I, I do like this movie, so... <laughs> um, so... I'm going to do a short summary, and then we'll talk about these two. Okay. So, the summary is, it's March 21st again, and things go awry. Wow, I think that's the worst one you've ever yeah, done. Kind of sad. So, the new founding fathers have declared that March 21st is the annual purge, which we knew from the last episode. Um, and in both movies, the purge happens and things go awry. Is that better? <laughs> no. No. All right, fine. In Anarchy, you have um, you have a couple different sets of people. You have the couple who was headed to the sister's house, and their brakes get cut, and they're stuck in, on the road. Uh, where they didn't want to be. There's the couple that were hiding out in their apartment, and then they get uh, raided, and they're stuck out in the road because of it. And you have Frank Grillo's character, Sergeant, who is, um, he's not stuck on the road, but he chooses to be out on the road because he was going to purge, specifically the guy who uh, killed his son while drunk driving. Yep. Yeah, and then the Purge Electioneer is, it's Sarge's character again, and now he actually gets a name. Well, no, he's still Sergeant. Um, Which he shouldn't be, because he's not a Sergeant anymore. You know what? <laughs> he has a name. It's I mean, Leo. Leo yeah, Barnes. Sorry, Leo. he does have a name. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I lied. See, I can lie. Well, Just not about wanting to I purge. noticed when I was reading about these films that he was an L.A. Um, police sergeant, which they never really made clear that I remember. I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be an army sergeant or uh, an L.A. sergeant. And the only reason why I even knew he was some kind of sergeant was because we watched the subtitles in Anarchy. Because he's referred to in the subtitles as sergeant. <laughs> I knew he was a cop, and I don't remember why. Yeah, I don't either, because I don't remember that at all. And I did pay attention to these movies. Did you, though? I did, and I don't ever remember it being established that he was a cop. I mean, like I said, I knew he was a sergeant of some kind. There was something in there that has it that, because I knew Maybe he was I a just cop missed or something. It, but I, yeah, I, I really remember. was just like, if I missed it, it was one little thing. Well, anyway, he's not a cop anymore in election year. He's now bodyguard to Charlie, who is um, a senator who is running for uh, president. Of the United yes. States. So Senator Charlie something Rowan. Rowan. Rowan, thank you. Wow. Way to do Who survived a purge herself and as a child. As a child, and it was gritty and horrible, and therefore she is campaigning on the platform basically of just ending the purge if she gets elected. Well she didn't she didn't just survive a purge. She survived lots of purges, but she was the only living member of her family who well, that, was then really yeah. slayed in front of her. There's more to that than that's, that. That's what I meant by survived a purge, where she actually survived, like, 
poten- a potentially deadly purge where her whole family was killed. Yeah. Right. And she was the only one left alive. Anyway, she gets, um, she was, she has a traitor in her midst. At least one. Two. If not two. Yeah, there's two, really. And, um, her house gets invaded. So, uh, Leo has to take Charlie out into the streets. They end up in the streets. Oh, yeah. And they he, meet Joe in the deli. What? I was going to say, the reason why she's even under threat is because they lift. Oh, they lift the They man. lift, which is a big deal because they do it specifically because they want to get rid of her. Their founding fathers want to get rid of her. And Mm -hmm. that's why they lift the ban on, uh, what is it called? Level 10. Level 10 and above officials or something. Yeah. Was specifically they want her to die. Right. And they did just because her, because she was edging edging their guy out of the polls. who was Mm -hmm. a total puppet. Um, So anyway, so um, they end out into the streets um, and they run into Joe and his deli. Um, Joe is protecting his deli because he can no longer afford the insurance on it, the purge insurance, which as an insurance rep, that just tickles me pink. Like <laughs> I can make some extra money that way. And Marcos, who's, um, his You're sick. I know I am. Marcos, who's his, um, shopkeeper, helper, person, clerk, assistant, manager, oh, CFO. Yeah. I don't know. He works there. <laughs> and then, um, but then they become under siege by their candy girls. Yeah, two uh, girl, two girls come in and try to steal a candy bar and get caught. And then the girl, the one girl who had tried to steal the candy bar, comes back with her friends and tries to like kill them just because she couldn't get her candy. She couldn't get her candy bar. Um, and then, but Lainey comes and saves them, and the, then this whole big thing happens, and they just try to survive the night with uh, Dante and Lainey and all of them. Is that good enough? Yeah, sure. You seen the I movie, mean, right? We're assuming you've seen it anyway. It's just a little refresher summary kind yeah. of thing. There you go. Refresher. Things, things go awry, as always, in horror movies. Things always go so. awry. All right. So, um, you've seen all three now. <sighs> yes. Wow. That is not... I didn't even ask her ask no, question yet. I made that noise because we watched two and three back-to-back, and it was just a lot for me to handle in one day. Wow. Okay. Uh, but it was also two weeks ago that we watched them. I thought you would have been over it by now, but I guess not. Huh? I still remember how I felt at the time. All right. Well, um, out of the three, which one did you like the best? And why? Hmm. Which one did I like the best? best and why why probably this oh no um we're gonna have to cut out some dead air because i think about it i don't know do you want me to go first yeah why don't you go first because you really can't think of it mine's the second one okay I like the second one. Um, the first one, it gives you background, which, okay, is great. Background's awesome. Um, but I'm not an Ethan Hawke fan, honestly. And I hate that it took place in one area. Like, we, you were talking the whole time about it. it. should be out in the street. It should be out in the street. Yeah, it gets out in the street, and that's what this is. It's out in the street. It's in the elements. I get um, it. And I think the third one, the reason I like the second one more than the third one is, the third one just takes it... Um, it's, you know, the second one starts with the idea of, yes, they're, they're, they're doing it to get rid of the poor, the homeless, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the third one just takes it to, to extremes, like the tourists coming in to purge and um, you got the underground, which I can understand there being underground. I mean, it just seems to, there's a lot of drawn out stuff. It's like, yeah. okay, is it over with yet? Is it over with yet? You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually am going to agree with you and say I did like the second one best out of the three. Um, I really, I liked the first one the very least because, yeah, it was bad that it was just in one house. I don't like Ethan Hawke. I didn't like the story. And I didn't think, as I said in that review, I didn't feel like they developed the ideas that they were going for enough. Right. They, they, they just didn't. And then, so then, um, number two, actually, I was kind of like, well, you know, they're already starting from a flawed premise because they're building off of number one, which they never fully developed. But I ended up liking that one the best out of all the three of them because, um, you, you get to go out on the street mm-hmm. and see what it's, what the purging, purging is like out on the street with everybody else. You get to see how it affects all different kinds of different people and, 
I really like, uh, well, I'll talk, I'll talk more about, like, I'll get into more little details about what I like about it. Oh, um, we both will, yeah. But, but, um, you know, I just remember it, it actually, I think because the purge, the first purge was such a letdown for me when the second one, when, when Sergeant shows up and he's in that awesome car and, um, he sees the two women getting dragged from their apartment building mm-hmm. and, you know, um, they're fighting back and he decides to take action and save them. I'm like, oh my God, is he becoming a vigilante? Oh my God. <laughs> like, I got really excited that that they were going to go that kind of direction with a character. And so basically, yeah, I mean, I really liked that part. And then the third one, I liked that it had... Uh, you know, it wasn't just a purge story. It was also it also had this plot with um, the senator, and it tried to. I felt like the third one was trying to uh, finish like developing the ideas from the first one, mm-hmm. but I still it was boring. It was more boring than the second one. It was yeah. like. All the gunfights and everything, it was like, uh, just go, uh, you know, just get it over with. Like, everything was drawn out and I didn't really care for it as much. And, uh, yeah, so lots of, lots of uh, different things that I weren't, I wasn't expecting happened in the second one, too. Right. And I think in the third one, too, I guess it is, especially considering what it was. And I get why they did election year, you know, (laughs) election year, everything. But it was just too much of, like, the speeches and the rallies. And I know they, you know, the, the the uh standing up for what's right i'm like oh i'm just over this let's get with that fucking movie you know? right i know and I, and i knew i even knew that you know it was supposed to be topical and be a comment on what was going on in the world but i didn't really feel like it really accomplished that either no so yeah that was the reason why it didn't it wasn't uh the two number two was definitely my favorite of the three of them okay good, good, good yeah good. yeah agreed fist bump fist bump fist bump um I will say, <laughs> it actually gets kind of comical in the third one, too. Like, like I mentioned, the tourists coming over. Like, okay, I think that should be banned for the purge, that yeah, people but... should be able to come over. And, like, if you're going to want to kill somebody, do it in your own country. <laughs> like, that's not really realistic that you're going to go on a murder like, vacation. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like bringing they, they started to get a little absurd with the things that, that would be okay to happen. Like you said, with the tourists... With um, the the people with the flamethrowers in the subway, just like, you know, flamethrowing everyone. That was in the second one. Oh, it was. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I agree. Like, some things were kind of crazy. Some things just didn't just didn't make sense, but it felt like the third one had more of those than the second one. The guillotine one just hanging out the in the alley. The guillotine. That was as so As much stupid. as I love a good guillotine, um, I was just like, who's going to make that and then drag it into an alley? Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> like that was so dumb. You that would you that's one of those things where you're just like that would never happen. Like, and it felt like it was more like a party in the third one, like the girls with the decked out cars and the costumes. I mean, really, I are you gonna? I don't know. That was such fan service too. Like I felt like that whole scene was just like uh, it's, it was it, it sexualized those girls so much mm-hmm. that it just felt like fan service to me. Like, it didn't feel like the only point that they did that they put those girls in that movie was to be like, you know, look at these hot girls in lingerie killing people. Like, seriously, that's what it felt like. It didn't feel like they they really, that's all, that's all they were doing. I don't know. See, I kind of like that, that bit because I'm like, the, I listen to them, like the Miley Cyrus song and everything. You just want them dead. Like, I just wanted them dead. I was like, when, when they're dancing in the streets of Miley Cyrus and wearing their tutus and stuff, I'm like, they just annoyed the piss out of me so bad that I, could, I was so happy when Lainey, like, ran them over. Well, Is that wrong? see, I, I, I wasn't. I, <laughs> you don't want Lainey to run them over? I mean, I did in the fact that they were bad characters. Oh. Yeah, I wanted her to run them over because they were bad characters. Now, if there were really girls like that in the world, like actual real people who, I don't know, uh, they look a lot like girls in Halloween to me, I'm not here to slut shame anybody. Like, so what? You know? (laughs) Whatever. Wear your lingerie. Decorate your car stupidly. That's your own choice to dance to Miley Cyrus in the streets if you really want to. 
I, would I ever do that or think that that would be awesome? No, but whatever. It's like the Sweet 16 of Purge. It's just It just seems to me like it's like we're making these girls girls that you want to see killed because, oh, they dress like sluts and they like Miley Cyrus and they blinged out their car and they're going to try to kill somebody over candy bar. Like, it just did, didn't work for you? No. You gotta wonder how many other times, how many other shopkeepers she killed before she went to Joe's. Because I'm sure she got pinched a lot more than just that one time for candy. I don't know. From what she said, it sounded like she just killed her parents, met up with her girlfriends, and went to Joe's. Which is like, really? That's your big, big uh, primary purge target is... Your parents and then Joe. And then a random shopkeeper who wouldn't let you steal a dollar candy bar. See, if I was Joe, I would just throw throw a piece of candy and be like, here. Here, here. Just have the candy bar. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, really, like, who cares? Just pelt her with candy. candy or if you're going to be really sadistic, like, put, like, uh, malted milk balls in your gun and then shoot them with the malted milk balls. Be like, here, you want chocolate, bitches? Okay. No, that's too wrong. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just seeing a fox's uh, vision board for you being a serial killer just growing and growing <laughs> and growing. I love that. No, but I do like Lainey in the third one. Which one's Lainey? Sorry. Uh, the driver of the, the, the tough oh, bitch girl. The, the tough girl who uh, is allowed to be a tough girl because she's not a slut? No. Because that's what it seemed like to me. In the movie or what I'm saying? In the movie. Oh. No, because Charlie's like a tough girl too. But I didn't like Charlie that much. The senator? I liked Lainey more. Like she's my, Her and Sarge are my favorite characters out of the third movie, I think. I um I did like her character in so far as that she was like out there on Porch Night trying to help people. Yeah. And you knew she had a background. They like alluded to her background of being like an old like, killer. Like she used to be just as bad, bad as... or probably a lot worse than the girl in the tutu, but but you're not supposed to want her dead. Because she's reformed. Because she's reformed. Oh my god. You're and she's not a this. slut. Okay, I'm not I'm I think you're reading way too much into that, but I, that's your opinion. I don't think I am. Okay. Well, that's the election year anyway. Um, oh, God damn, this hotel is making me log in again. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about anarchy. I don't like the married couple. Yeah, and I didn't realize they were supposed to be married also until I was really? reading something. No, because they never say we're married. They just say they're splitting up. Like, they could just be boyfriend-girlfriend. Oh. I just thought they were boyfriend-girlfriend. I didn't know they were married. Okay, yeah, I didn't get that. Not that it matters. But I just felt like that was something, um, that was one of the problems I had, uh, was that they just didn't explain a lot, like, of little things, but that things that were like, you're reading later and it's like, oh, I don't know. Um, anyway, I don't like them. I do like the mother-daughter. No, okay, yeah. The mother-daughter the mother daughter were awesome. I really liked them. I loved the mother. And, of course, you're supposed to love the daughter. I loved the daughter. Yeah, you're supposed to. Because she's all brash. Defying. And, like, I say what I want. And I'm defying and fight the power. And, fight the power. And, of course, you're supposed to like her. Um, but, oh, my God, I hated the white bitch. What was her name? The, which, the wife. The wife? I didn't like either of them. I didn't like him. Um, I, I, you liked the husband, though? I didn't hate him. I think you kind of felt bad for him a little bit. He was Shane. Shane. And she was Liz. I hated Liz. Why did you hate Liz? She just... Everything that came out of her mouth was stupid. She just... I, and, and it wasn't even... It, it just... I didn't like the way she was written. And, um, like, towards the end when she's like, I want to purge. It's like, what the fuck? Bitch, sit down. Like, I don't understand why the heck we're even listening to you anymore. Because everything that comes out of your mouth is annoying. And then, um, and it seems like, did you miss the whole point of the movie, woman? I just don't even know. She, I don't know what the hell they were smoking when they wrote her character, but. They did get a lot of flack for that about her wanting, her wanting to purge. It was the lamest thing. It was so lame. And it's, it's, it was the, what they were. What I, from what I've read, what they were trying to go for is they were. She was so upset that um. What did I just say? His name was Seth, right? Yeah. 
Seth was killed that she wanted to purge the people that got him killed. Right, like she wanted That's what they to, were trying to join go for, but, the group. Right, not and, that she wanted but, to purge just to... Right, Yeah, but, um, but th- they also... They went about it wrong. They did, that was yeah. another thing that they didn't make clear. She's just like, I want to purge, and you're like, bitch, really? Yeah. What the fuck, have you learned nothing from this night? You know, no. like, and then it's like, oh no, she wanted to join that resistance right. group. It, it was but a saying, better, like, I want to purge doesn't make you think, oh, she must want to join the resistance group because the resistance group is anti-purge. Right. It would have been better, like, I want the bitches that got my husband, you know, yeah. something like that. It would have been better. But yeah, Especially they, when she says it with, like, a tear in her eye. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, shut up. Yeah, I didn't like either of them. I hated her. I felt kind of bad for Seth. I didn't like him at first, but then, honestly, as they were going on he kind of redeemed himself a little bit like he did some dumb things but he also did some smart things you know and he was he was trying um he wasn't completely devoid of redeeming qualities you know and 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 he did something she didn't do anything she was backdrop she was pointless she was just one more person. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just really hated the way they wrote her character. I have a problem with how they got, like, those, um, I, I can't think of what they're, like, I can't even think, the, the guys in the band, what would you call them? Because like, they're not purgers. They're kidnappers um, to take them to the rich people. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I was reading a few things that referred to them as, as a biker gang, but they weren't. They were just like, I don't know, kidnappers for hire or something. Yeah. They go out on the purge and they just grab whoever they can get and they sell them to people, to right. pur- rich people to purge. Technically, they broke purge rules, though, because they cut the brakes before, before the purge. Before the purge started, yeah. So I'm like, that's not right. And it's not playing within the rules. Right. It's it's not. It's like... Because if you were going to do that, you could have cut the brakes of all those employees, and then you'd have a whole bunch of people to take. Right, exactly. Like, why Why did you just do it one time? For yeah, one, and Especially because they end up getting caught by this group at the end, and they were like, you know, we just couldn't get anybody. It's like, so you only cut one person's brakes? <laughs> you hedging your bets there? <laughs> the fuck? Like, what... And then it broke the rules. Did they say it, that they couldn't catch him? Because I thought they were giving them people all night long. He said something like, oh, we just got lucky. We've been following around these other people trying to pick off their leftovers. Um, but that paramilitary group that they said they were following around, they were capturing people. So I don't think they were really leaving any leftovers for those guys to get. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so. he, he And he made it, I mean, just he made it sound like. I don't know, they hadn't been having good luck, so that's why I thought that they really hadn't been catching people, like, all night. So it's like, so you really only cut one person's breaks? Why the fuck did you bother? Yeah. Before the purge even started. I, and, um, speaking of the second one, too, you get, like, you. I think you get, like, a little more details, too, where, like, uh, Papa Rico, Papa Rico was um, Callie's grandfather, Callie, Ava's dad. Oh, yeah. Where he says he's going to bed and he really just sold himself mm-hmm. to the rich, to rich family. To a rich family so they could kill him. Where do you get to the point that you have so badly have to kill someone that you're going to pay $100,000? Like, as a family. Like, as where a does family. that become fun? And who cleans up that mess? Do they clean up the mess or does their maid clean it up the next day? Because if I were their maid, I'd be like, I'm calling in sick today. Well,. I can only speak from experience in the real world. There are cleaning services that specialize in cleaning up after crime scenes. So True, I, I work that's with them. who they would call. That's not about it. I said I work with them. I work with them on my career work with them. <laughs> Biohazards. So. Dexter. No, 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 no. Sometimes people, people get messy in their households when they die and we got to call them in. Yeah. It happens. It's it's covered under your home insurance, just in case you want to know that. Really? I think Good so. to know. <laughs> you think so. Once again, bringing facts into the... Hey, if Trump can do it, I can do it all the time. Oh, really? You want you want to be like him? That's who you aspire to be? Well, my hair is orange. Another lie. <laughs> it's not. It's brown. <laughs> I'm sitting here staring at your very brown hair going, what? <laughs> I made you look. I'm so mature. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so, um, yeah, and the third one, I like, I, I, like, I like the actress who played Charlie. I did not like her character. I just didn't like her character. Oh. Like, I get where she was coming from, and 
I get her background. I'm I glad really... they gave her more background than most of the characters yeah, got. I mean, I like that, sure. but I'm like... You got to I see her motivation like her. Yeah. for why she she did why she was so but it's that you you see her you get to see her backstory her motivation it's supposed to explain why she's so passionate about ending the purge she didn't come off to me as very passionate about anything no well except for like i don't know i mean she stood around and looked like studious but sexy and that was uh, and she ran around sometimes no when they were in the debate she was pretty passionate like when the debate with her and the reverend that was pretty passionate and everything, and she was pretty firm in her belief that she was going to stay in her house. She wasn't going to go into hiding. Yeah. Was, but I just didn't like her character for some reason. I feel like she was very but I didn't, uppity. I didn't get... What is your thing with, like, uppity? confident women with power? You don't like them. You always think Why they're bitchy and uppity and mean, and I, I, I don't see that mean. at all. I just said she was uppity. What, what do you mean by uppity? Like, I don't know. I can't think of the word I'm thinking of. That's why I'm using the word uppity. Um, where, when is she uppity? She's uppity. <laughs> I can't think of the word I'm thinking of. Well, Come why, back to me. I'll think of the word. Well, I'm, I'm not asking you to think of a different word. I'm asking you to explain what she does that you think makes her uppity. What does she do specifically that you don't like? I'm trying to think because it's been two weeks. It's very hard. And you've just, never seen this movie before. No, I have, and I actually own it, but I'm just like, it's, it's just a gut. You know how sometimes you just have to trust your gut on things? I, you just, every time, I've, I've seen this multiple times from you now. I don't understand it. What? I, I don't think she's uppity. I don't think she. I can't think of the right word that I'm thinking of, but I, it's like I uppity. don't know. I don't know what your criticism is. I didn't think there was anything wrong with her. I thought I didn't she relate was, to her. Uh, I didn't say I did. Well, I I did say I don't like her, but that's just a personal preference. It's not that she's a horrible character or a horrible person. I just personally I didn't like her. I just. I still felt like they still fell a bit short with really making her a fully rounded character, but I didn't have any problems with her character. I understood her motivation. I understood the decisions she made. I don't know. It felt like she was always on stage. Uh, like, always. Like, everything she said, it was. I'm trying to think of how I'm trying to explain this. Like, it felt like she was always on show. Like, on... You know how people are on and then they're off? Like, yeah. we're on right now, but sometimes when we're not podcasting, we're off and we're not, you know. It felt like she was always on. Like, she was always... No matter what she was saying, it was always like she was... Oh, see, and I felt she had a lack of passion, so isn't that interesting? Like, everything... She was... It's probably because she was... Uh, she reminded me of a politician. Which is good casting, because she's supposed to be a politician. But that's, I don't like politicians, and that could be why I don't like her. <laughs> well, there you go. And that's why I say uppity, but it's a politician thing. There's it's like, something, I think she was kind are. of lacking the charisma of a really good politician. I didn't think she was a good enough politician to be running for president. Like, like Obama, I just felt like he had so much charisma. And that's the politicians I like that. I liked Obama. Like, I don't like the, your, she's like the, the... Your average politician. Yeah, I don't, I don't even feel like she her character really would have gotten very far in politics, let alone be running for mm. the presidency. Yeah, but who knows in 2022 when the purge is going on, it could be. I mean, lowered standards. <laughs> lowered expectations. No, but I mean, I mean seriously, like, like you have, if to be a good politician, to, to win in a landslide, you have to be really fucking charming. You well, she didn't win in a landslide. The only reason she ran in a landslide is... Oh, he she didn't die. did win in a landslide. That's right. He didn't die. I was thinking he died for some reason. I'm like, oh, no, he died. she won by a landslide. It's easy to win against the corpse. And it's like, for her to win that much, it just... Like, like to be that successful of a politician, you have to be amazingly charismatic. And I just didn't feel like she was charismatic. I just, she felt like a uh, working professional woman... But I didn't feel like she was a real candidate for the presidency, or or she didn't feel like an authentic her 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 character as this amazing politician. I just didn't feel it. Okay, see, I felt like every word out of her mouth was just to further her poll numbers. Like I felt like everything, nothing was real. See, I it didn't, was all to I didn't, further her poll numbers. I didn't. I didn't feel like that. I thought she was. I mean, she. I thought they were writing her as a smart politician because you do have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. Um, if you're a good politician, you do have to be thinking about that 24-7. So don't tell me you bake on the weekends? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, but I just didn't, I didn't think that her character had it in her to be this big, like, meteoric rising president. She was just... Yeah. City council? Yeah. City council were Like, she could have been, like, I don't know. Mayor maybe, of Cleveland? Maybe mayor. I don't know. But just not, like, she, she didn't feel like she was going to be president. It just, yeah, it was weird. Okay. I oh. will ahead. say that these movies are very much, uh, I could enjoy them, but it was kind of like a check your brain at the door kind of thing and don't really think too much about things while you're watching it. Just be in the moment and uh, don't look for anything deeper than that. Well, that's most of my movie picks, though. They are, but this one was one that I could still check my brain at the door and enjoy it. Like, I was... Especially the second one. Mm-hmm. I was really excited for the vigilante angle. Yeah. I cared whether or not he actually ended up purging. Um, I love the end where he doesn't. I, and I and loved, the guy he was going to purge actually saves his ass. I loved I love that. that. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't anything new that I'd never seen before. Right, but I no, still, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. It was still the ending I wanted. Mm-hmm. That's obviously why these movies are popular. Because they give audiences... The ending that they want makes sense. Yep. Um, I will have to say, and I'm, I, I know we're going back and forth, back and forth. The third one, I thought it was really lame. Like I know it was just like, especially for a movie still shot, it was you know something from the movie stills. But to have the purge written on the Jefferson Memorial, oh yeah, where Lincoln's behind it, it's like come on. I thought it was interesting. Um, well, we're not to trivia yet. I'll hang on to that. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, and it's funny because the third one was actually, like, I, I wasn't interested in seeing the first two, but the third one was actually one that I thought looked interesting, and then I didn't end up liking it as much as the second one. <laughs> Anything else you want to say before we do get into trivia? Um, I think I'm good to get into trivia now. Okay, go ahead. What do you want? So, my little bit of trivia was for the third one was just that they for, they actually... Filmed most of it in Rhode Island. <laughs> oh, Winsocket. I lived right by there, actually. Winsocket and yeah. also um, Portland. Or not Portland. Port- Providence. Providence. Oh, okay. <laughs> Providence and Winsocket, yes. And I there's love like Winsocket. a few, there's a couple of uh, Rhode Island landmarks peppered in there. And um, they said uh, the Capitol building in Providence was used as the White House. Man, that was my trivia. Okay. That was it? That's all you got? I didn't really look up trivia nuggets. I just happened to see that when I was oh. reading about it. Well, okay. Well, um, in the first movie, Seth and Liz were actually played... They're actually a married couple. Why are you talking about the first movie? You mean the, the second, second one? The second one, sorry, yes. Oh, okay. In, in Purge They really are a married couple? I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are you sorry? <laughs> they're not sorry, I'm sure. I Maybe... Yeah, to each his own. <laughs> um, yeah, Edwin Hodge is um, the only one I think throughout the whole three movies. I think we know that he plays. Um, we'll be fi- come out to find out Dante Bishop, but he's only listed as like the bloody stranger in the first two. Yeah, and he's like called something else in the second one too. He's not even called Dante Bishop. I saw that when I was reading about it. They call oh, him something you? else. Yeah, a different name. Like, like. Um... <sighs> Let me look it up really quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, they say that other people were, were came in here. Uh, Tyler Austin Camp and Nathan Clarkson were also reoccurring um, from the first movie as well, too. Frank Grillo loved that blank car, black car, though, so much. The reinforced one. He tried to buy it, but they wouldn't let him. I they wouldn't let him buy it. That I was know. a cool car. That was such a cool car. <laughs> Originally, um, election year was supposed to be a prequel, but then with everything going on with our election year, they changed it up. And especially with Frank Grillo agreeing to take the part on again as the sergeant, um, they rewrote the script. So now that's why the fourth one coming out this summer is actually going to be a prequel. So that'll be interesting. I can't wait to see yeah, that Yeah, they're one, trying to fix the first one with that prequel. That's obvious. They don't say that anywhere, but that's possible, That's what they're doing. <laughs> um, I don't like that they didn't say what happened to Carmelo Jarns. I didn't He's like it. Yeah, he just died off camera somewhere. Or is he even dead or is he just They said gone? he died. Oh, did they say he died? Okay. Yeah, but it's like he just died off screen. We get no explanation. It's like, oh, wow, well, that was really great. <laughs> I do like in the third one in election year that a sanded security system is clearly visible. Um, when Leo's locking down the, uh, the senator's house, 
and Sandin was the guy, was was the um, Ethan Hawke's character in the first one. Oh, who, yeah. <laughs> who made the uh, who? Well, he was just the seller of these systems, but right. he's the producer of these systems. Now they changed it up, so. Yeah, because that was just, he was just a salesman. That's what I was understanding. Yeah, now it's sand insecurity. I can't find it, but they called him something else, and I'm like, what? Why would you just do that? But but he was still, he was still credited as the stranger, but they called him a different name, and then they changed the third one. It's oh, like, I'll have to check that out. I'll have to watch just, the second one again. You just think, well, you know. Oh, uh, Dwayne. They call him Dwayne? Yeah. That's weird. They call him Dwayne in the second one. And then in the third one, they give him, da- he's Dante Bishop. Like, <laughs> okay. Whatever. Fun. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Um, and they were saying everyone that's on the, uh, the, the cover for this DVD for election year, the last one, everyone dies. It's the candy girl and the, 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 tr- the foreigners that dress up in their, Typical oh, yeah. Americana costumes. Yeah, and it's which... funny, too, because they did have some pretty uh, funny costumes. Like, I liked the Lady Liberty. And, I did, too. I was going to say. And it, but it's like it totally teases you into thinking that they're going to be important, and it's like, no, no. They were just cannon fodder, basically. Yeah. They introduced them so they could have cannon fodder. And it, it's, it's funny to me, not really funny, but it's interesting that the evil tourist purgers were Russian, like... Really? Were they all Russian? I didn't think they were all Russian. I mean, the two that are harassing them sound pretty damn Russian. Oh, were they? Okay. You know, it's like, oh, Russia. They're a bigger enemy. Okay, whatever. See, I thought I heard a couple French accents in there, too. Yeah, but I'm talking about specifically those two. Well, and those are the same two, supposedly, that they interviewed at the airport. That's why, yeah. So, um, I thought that was more of a Dutch accent, but I guess I was wrong. Oh, I don't know. They sounded Russian. Maybe I'm totally wrong, and they're Dutch, but... I really can't tell the difference between Dutch and Russian and German, so I don't know. Okay, because I was like thinking about, wait a minute, no, that didn't sound Dutch to me. I mean, maybe I'm maybe wrong I'm just and it's not Russian you. because I, I'm not an expert on well, like Eastern European languages, but that certainly not sound Dutch to me. They did have wooden shoes on though, so that's why I thought they were Dutch. Shut up! <laughs> Stop making fun of other countries. We're gonna get in trouble. Are Australia we? probably hates us now. Who? The Dutch. The Dutch. The they Dutch don't hate, hate us. Now. We love the Dutch. We love Amsterdam. We love your architecture and your weed and your red light district. We love that you have performers. Oh, I don't think the... you're helping us. <laughs> Exposition sex worker. Yeah. Who was it for these movies? <sighs> Senator? Well, no. The... Uh... <laughs> I would have to say the Founding Fathers were the exposition sex workers in the third one. I have notes. And sex workers they were. I have notes. Actually, I thought um, the exposition sex worker in in Anarchy was the Lee Majors looking motherfucker in the semi-truck. <laughs> Is what I wrote in my notes. Yeah, he was definitely the exposition sex worker in the second one. And by the way, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to insult sex workers by saying those old assholes were sex workers. <laughs> the founding fathers. Founding You're just insulting sex workers. I know we are, but uh, I definitely don't mean to insult sex workers. And our exposition sex worker for the third movie is definitely the old politician. See, I said workers. in the, in the third one, it was the truck that hit the medevac, medvac, and took the senator exactly where she wanted to be. So remember, the truck hit, and they took the but, senator out. She wanted to go um, stop, but that's not exposition. I know. I just thought it was appropriate. I mean, yeah, that was a pretty big contrivance, but that's not what exposition is, so I I don't think that really fits as the exposition sex worker. Well, I was being hyper when I wrote this. I did write, I hated the lighting in the third movie. Uh Uh-huh. The lighting was horrible, especially in the store, like the flat, like the flares, they were terrible. Yeah. I know it was supposed to be showy and everything. And then I also hated in the second one with Papa Rico. Who the fuck purges? You put all this nice clean plastic down to purge, but then you do it in Armani. Who does that? Yeah, I know. You're going to get covered in blood. You're ruining Armani. That's when you pull out your gardening overalls. Like, you don't dress up nice you, to purge. You watch Dexter and you copy him. You put the plastic down and then you put plastic on yourself. Well, he does that so he doesn't goggles. get caught, though. He doesn't, you know. You know, I mean, if you really it's want to feel the so blood against you your skin. Don't ruin Armani. 
Okay, but I mean, I'm just saying, if you want to feel the blood against your skin and you want that full-on experience, you don't be dressed in plastic. But so I then still... be naked. Okay, be naked. Or in your underwear. Or in your underwear. I mean, maybe you can't be naked because you're around family and it's kind of creepy. Well, that's why I said underwear, yeah. <laughs> Even underwear stretching. How about a bathing suit? Although a you bathing are, suit is the it is your family, wear. so that would be the least creepy reason to be standing around in a circle in your underwear, actually. I still say bathing suit would be the best purge wear. Yeah, it I keeps mean, it so you can have the blood on you and you can feel the full effect. But Why you're more the fuck do you want dressed. to feel the blood on you, serial killer? No, I'm just saying they probably do. That's probably why they're not in plastic themselves. They want the full experience. But they're dressed to the nines. I don't think they're worried about that. I don't know why they're dressed so nicely. I, and that's one of the things that bothered me. It, you have a clean plastic room. It's smart. A, I appreciate yeah. that. I don't appreciate the dress. But then you're going to ruin or the, the clothes. The suits. It didn't make sense. The reason they did it that way was for the visual effect for the for the audience. I think the mansion figured that out, that they were rich. I could tell that they were rich, even if they weren't coveralls. And they've got plastic well, covering no, the shape of Okay, to speak on that for just a second, the one of the biggest things about Birdemic that is makes it such a terrible movie, God. among many, among many... Is that you've got this kid, he's supposed to be this millionaire software salesman, he lives in a big-ass house, he's got a hybrid Mustang, what is he wearing? Like, what, like, fucking Target. He got that shit at Target. Like, you are not rich. You know, like, they have to dress the part, otherwise you don't see the characters, like, you just say, why are these hobos in this mansion? Like, that is a thing, but still, they could, they could be wearing... Plastic aprons over their really nice clothes or something. Or La Perla underwear. Like, the, the whole reason they did it that way, it doesn't make any sense, and the whole reason they did it that way is just, just for how it looks. Visual. I know Kevin Smith taught me that. And you have to make it as in-your-face as possible. I'm, and obvious. But I'm not condoning the way they did it, because it's still stupid. And yeah. Which part of it? All of it. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate everything that is about you. Yeah, I know. You already said it before. All right, whatever. Um, any more trivia that we have? Because that was all the notes I had on it. No, I didn't have any trivia. You didn't make any notes about anything else you wanted to talk about? Mm-mm. I have a problem. What's your problem? You're going to steal any kind of candy bar. Why is it going to be a crunch bar? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go for the Snickers. No. All right, so I guess I'm going to go into fan fiction then, eh? I guess so. Okay. So there are actually 83 works of fan fiction, an archive of our own. Uh-huh. And then there's another 45 in fanfiction.net. Soon to be 46. Because I'm going to write one. <laughs> or I purge you. Fuck you, man. <laughs> hey, March 21st comes around once a year. I'm just saying. We'll see who gets purged. Oh, yeah. I am a vampire, after all. That doesn't imply death and destruction. Yeah. Yeah. I have a knife. So do I. <laughs> All right, so uh, where are we at? Do we want to rate this bitch? Uh, yeah, let's rate it. Okay, you go ahead. Uh, okay, Purge, Anarchy, I'll give it a six. Purge, uh, Election Day, I'll give it a five. Okay, uh, Purge, Anarchy, I'm going to give you a 7.376. Yeah. Purge, Election Year, I'm going to give you a 6.23. Okay. I didn't enjoy you as much, but I still enjoy you because I own you. And I'm looking forward to number four. four Let me sure. take my ratings back. All right. Purge, Anarchy gets, gets a four. Purge, what? Election Year gets a three. Right, just for that, you're going to get to watch all of the hostels because you're being mean. You don't get to take back your rating. You know what? I almost beat you for the second one because you did not warn me about that scene with Diego. The building super for the mom and the daughter. Oh, because I forgot about it because it was so short. I totally forgot about it. That's, I did, I really forgot about it. I thought he just came in there with a gun. I didn't remember any of that, so. To be fair, I did forget about it. It's not like I was springing it on you. Mm -hmm. So. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're at. Do you want to pimp us? Yeah, sure. Let's pimp it. Because um, we're here to pimp ourselves. I mean, that's why we're here. It's all about us. We're so uppity. Self-serving. That's the word I was thinking of. We're self so self-serving as we... Well, as that's why we're at this podcast festival. It's not for the other people. It's for us. <laughs> Do uh, shit. No, uh, just kidding. Uh -huh. I'm kidding. And that's why we have no listeners. <laughs> I'm kidding. Because we do me. have listeners. But we would have more if, if not for you. Well, if you want to replace me, I know Maverick said she would take my spot. 
Or you could probably hold auditions, too, so I'm just saying. Yep, probably I could. So, Chaos is going to be holding auditions for a new Carnage. <laughs> if you're interested, email us at... Podcastatnight at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram at... I wasn't finished. Oh. With the emails. Sorry. If you have hate mail... You seriously don't remember that? How many fucking episodes of this no, show? No, go ahead, because I'm, I'm typing a hate mail as we speak. Where if do I send it? If you have hate mail, please send it to gofuckyourself at kissmyass.com. Sent. If you want to check out our cool Instagram. If you want to check out our cool Instagram, it is podcast at night. We are also on Facebook and Twitter at as podcast at night. And I am also on Instagram as chaos at night. Um, Technically, our Facebook is They Mostly Podcast at Night. No. I've said this to you, like, 12 <laughs> times. It's at Podcast at Night. For the Facebook? Yes! <laughs> I call the police on us. The title is They Mostly Podcast at Night. We are at Podcast at Night on Facebook. Sounds good to me. All right, cool. This is Chaos signing off. I'm going to get her some weed, and I'm going to sign off as well. And Don't say that. <laughs> Why? You're being cranky puss again. She's not drive eating people. me crazy. She's not eating. Forgive her. I'm off the blood this weekend, and I've just been insufferable. She has been. I've been with her the whole weekend. It's been horrible. I might not survive, actually. Um, <laughs> and I can't say, as always, because there's no cats here, but we're still filmed in front of a live studio audience of a dog next door. Yeah, there is a dog in the room next door, so there you go. go. Still animals. Right, peace out. (laughs) Thanks for listening to They Mostly Podcast at Night. Our theme song is by the Computer Music All-Stars under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Link in the show notes.